so right by his house where he used to live now. He probably wouldn't even imagine this, that there would be a sommelier right by where he used to live. Where is it? I mean, what are the chances of that? Look at this place. What is that? There's like fancy clothing stores. I bet he would, it's like how we view Ballard. I bet he'd be like, what do you mean there's something cool by my old house? Don't you think? Yeah. He'd be like, what? There's a vintage. Wow, it's a really fancy place. Because this is super sweet and amazing. I have to get at least one piece here. Right by my dad's. Get the tiger. The tiger outfit? Tiger dress. Get the tiger dress. It's amazing, right? I don't know, I'm kind of done getting, you know, super tight outfits that I can only wear like once because I don't, oh wait, stop. Right there. Be, no, this is all about my short hair. Long dangle earrings are the thing. There's a guy riding a bike, blasting a boom box. He's got a boom box hanging around his neck on a bicycle. Okay. This place is cool. It's called Bittersweet. Ha, <laughs> Will, I'm not trying to overread stuff but bittersweet. That's how I feel. everything feels right now to me. You know, so it's so cool to be here where my dad grew up, but I feel kind of upset at the same time. Like, why am I here without him, you know? It's difficult. He didn't come back here, but he'd like this. He'd like this, I know. Papa, you missed out, it got a little better. I feel sad. There's so many cool things here. Look at these outfits. What? It's very, very cute. Very chic. Oh. Okay, hold on. Photo. You're the photo guy. I'm not doing photos because it's... I've got the audio rolling. Okay, we made it to 5th and Madison. Oh, that's funny. Madison. He ended up living on Madison, you know? And it was a street. Look, a few blocks from his house. Yeah. Didn't know that. He never mentioned that. Vito's. Look at this. That's old. The Joseph Nichols Tavern, established in 1815. What? Oh. I can't explain how weird this feels to be here because this was never on my dad's agenda ever to come here, ever. He never talked about coming here. We didn't do this. All right. What are you doing? Yeah. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. How did he not talk about this? There is a Madison Street that we just crossed, and now we're on Harrison Street. So what's up with that? My dad, when we were living in Seattle, you had to go down Madison Street, and he lived on freaking Harrison. To go to his home, he would go down Madison Street in Seattle, a main thoroughfare. What does it say under Harrison Street? Okay, so let's let's remember, you would go down Madison at his old house and turn right on what? Martin Luther King. I'm now giving directions to my dad's house where he lived for a million years. You went down Madison Street, took a right on Martin Luther King, and then you would go left and you were down on Harrison Street. So that street just said Harrison, Martin Luther King Boulevard under it. I'm not, I don't know if I'm more weirded out by that or the fact that he didn't talk about that. I would be like, oh, that's funny. I grew up on those streets. No, he didn't talk about the city. It didn't matter to him anymore.
all this other stuff probably wasn't here. It was probably like this family dollar wasn't here. This probably looked, probably looked about like from after the family dollar store. That looks pretty old. You know what I mean? Like there's this old brick place on the right. I'm trying to imagine what would have been here in 1930, in the, in the 40s, in the 40s. And, Cause he was born in 36 so, and, he, and he was gone by 50. He went to high school, he went to college at, at 17. So 36, 56 would be 20 years, so 53. You know, he was here from 36 to 53. Yeah, it's, it's hilly. It's like, see the hills going up there? It's not a flat place. It's like gentle hills everywhere, sloping hills. I don't know, that place might have been built later in the style. That doesn't look like it's old. It's hard to know, like, there probably wasn't a whole lot around here. I wonder how far it is from here to Dunbar High School. Probably pretty close. This house is the only building on the, on the block. Yeah. It's just forest next to it. I don't think it used to be that way. There might have been houses before. We should look up old. No, there's not, because it slopes down. So his grandfather bought this house or either bought it or had it built. I, we have papers in the house, in the attic or whatever, in our loft of the garage about it. But this was where the store was that he ran and apparently was very successful because he was the main first black merchant in Virginia. I mean in Virginia, in Lynchburg. So he bought the house and it was a store and a house. Well, it just got sold relatively recently. I never heard back from the, from the woman who had contacted me about the books they found in the house when her grandmother died. Third and Federal Street. I'll take a picture of that. That's, it's weird to think this is where he grew up. I don't think anybody's living there now. Looks like they're just remodeling it, yeah. Huh? They gutted it, yeah. But it's still here. Remember we saw pictures of the backyard. <laughs> the old clothesline. The humble beginnings of Bill Womack. Pretty big house though. You know? Yeah. But look at this place next to it, it's all dilapidated. And then over there too, like it just kind of looks all beat up down there. But somebody's bought the house and they're going to fix it up. Yeah, I mean, he's not here. I don't sense his energy here. This is where he got kind of pressured to be the best he could be, which was great, but I think was also painful for him. But also, I know he wasn't allowed to go play with the neighbors down the street. He was very sickly and spent a lot of time in here reading books. My dad was a bookworm, book nerd, read all his life. But this is where he was had asthma and wasn't allowed to go outside and play with the neighbors and 
was kind of lost in a fantasy world. He also loved fantasy books his whole life. They say something about trauma and kids and fantasy. I have to look that up. They say adoptees like fantasy a lot because we're kind of in a fantasy world. But my dad literally only read fantasy novels his entire life. What does that say? He found a lot of solace in disappearing into other worlds, I think. Even at the end, he was watching, like, anime, and that's all he watched. He didn't watch, like, regular dramas. <laughs> it's all fantasy. And he ended up being a child psychiatrist to help traumatized LGBTQ youth. So I think there was some traumas here for him. Even though he was one of the most successful and kindest people I've ever known, I think it stemmed out of a lot of trauma that he somehow healed himself, probably in the woo-woo 70s. And also by coming out as a gay man later. So this is what I'm thinking of standing outside of his house, that I don't think this was a happy place for him. He didn't ever bring me back here. He didn't talk about it. Except for to say that he was sickly, couldn't go out and play, and that he read a lot of books. Just imagining him in there, reading. I don't know if it's good to be here or not, but... Yeah, it's got new windows. They took the old ones out. You think even the one on the far right, though? That looks old. Front door's new. The front, but the side, the windows up there, on the top right, top floor on the right, goes new too. Looks kind of old. It's okay. It's still the house, same house. Okay, let's go.